fraternal greetings and a warm welcome to you. We're glad that you could join us on the Ashlers podcast, a space for the world's oldest fraternity to shine some light through Masonic paper readings, discussions, interviews, and more. Freemasonry is so old that our lifetime wouldn't be enough to capture its grandeur in the entirety. However, all things great should begin somewhere, and so we are thrilled to start off with season one, which will focus on Freemasonry and its roots in India, one state at a time. As a disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed here are solely of the participants and do not represent any official positions including those of any grand lodge or constitutions thereof best efforts have been made to keep the conversation on the level for brethren and non masons alike Hey guys, before I begin today's topic, I want to let you know a little something about Hub Hopper Studio. You know, this podcast is hosted on Hub Hopper Studio. That is H U B H O P P E R studio.com. It is India's leading hosting and distribution platform for many podcasts. The platform is absolutely free and it helps me reach out to the right Indian audience. by not only getting it on audio streaming platforms such as Spotify and Google Podcasts but even on Indian platforms such as Gana, Wink Music and many more. Welcome folks, I am Shishir and I am Rinesh. And we are very excited to, you know, get uh, started with our episode 2 of the Ashlers podcast. a podcast by freemasons for the world where we are attempting to spread the light of masonry and bring out insights straight from people who are actually masons and not pretending to be anything else <laughs> <laughs> you, you know renesh what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah yeah i know i know that that's so common nowadays anyway okay carry yeah. on carry on all right so um you know this episode is going to be a very important episode because in the first one we spoke about what is freemasonry and we gave you insights about uh, you know uh, some of it uh, but then in this particular one we would like to talk about the top 7 common myths about freemasonry and that is a very important thing to start uh, you know uh, this season with because there are a lot of misconceptions misinformation misrepresentation out there Mm-hmm. and you know it's important to make sure that everyone is clear about what masonry is all about so this episode is dedicated to dispelling all of those myths um so with that we'll get started and i'm going to be asking these questions as you know as one of our listeners for example so i'll just impersonate like that rinesh i'm going to ask you questions right. and you're going to answer uh all of those uh to the best of your knowledge and if there is something uh viewers or uh, listeners is there any other question that we may not have covered here feel free to go to our instagram i will give all the links in the show notes uh drop us a comment over there and we would love to get back to you we are also on facebook even on twitter so all links are there whatever works for you leave us a comment a question and we will get back to you for sure all right so with that we start with the first myth Uh, so, Rinesh, tell me: Is Freemasonry a religion or a cult, 
or is it devil worship shaitan iblis do we you know get into those things you know actually when you uh, remember when we were talking about having the seven common myths about freemasonry this was obviously the first thing which came in my mind that this would be one of the question which uh, well at least one or two of our viewers or sorry listeners would have definitely asked uh, okay long answer short honestly speaking no we are not a religion we are definitely not a cult and we are definitely not into devil worship like our previous episode where we dealt into the whole idea of what exactly this devil worship or the cult concept is or all those concepts yes we have definitely covered that a bit and in case if you guys have not heard us then please obviously do go back to the first episode to actually get that segment but overall we are not yes we have been called like that the reason is because they always feel that we do not divulge what is happening or what exactly is going on but as i said like last time as well well it's it's supposed to be a members only group so it is it will the information will be only available for members so obviously please come ask us we will definitely provide you the basic answers like the way right now i am doing and i can guarantee you go to any freemasons around the world and ask them the question they will not actually think twice for answering they will answer you now coming to the first point which is about religion I know I have heard this question and by the way we actually got some questions after our first uh, episode was actually released when people said that you told us that there are all the books which are kept inside so all so there are some religious books there that means obviously you are a religious book sorry you are a religious organization but we are not imagine keeping a bhagavad gita in the house or a quran in the house does it mean that the house is like a temple well i would like to consider that but doesn't mean that actually that person who has the book is considered as religious we have those books because they give us the moral values and that's the reason why we keep them please remember freemasonry is all about the whole moral aspect the morality on how to be a better person and for that we need guidance and that guidance not necessarily comes from the book but it definitely comes from people around us as well as the god whom we follow and that is the one and only one reason why we actually have that book there apart from that no we are not a religion we are uh, i would say we are supporting of we are supportive of all the faiths but we are definitely not a religion cult definitely not cult is literally blind following we are not blind followers we literally make our own mind when it comes to following certain things it helps us in looking at the world in a bet- at a better stage or a be- from a better angle or something but we are definitely not that and devil worship so strictly no no thanks rinesh that was very crisp and to the point now that we have covered about these things so let me you know steer the discussion towards the second question do we have any political agenda do we have any political based discussions uh, anything of that sort uh, are you asking inside the lodge or are you asking in general between like you and me discussing <laughs> good one so uh, as freemasons within the lodge uh, do we discuss politics let me put it that way no no we do not the reason being uh, if we actually understand our own history and if we know for the amount of war the amount of time uh, people have fought each other there are many reasons for it but most of the time the most common reasons which we have found out is politics and religion we freemasons as a matter of fact inside our premises when we are doing our work we do not bring any other topic apart from the work which we are doing that includes tomorrow if i have a specific or a particular affiliation to a certain political ideology 
that will be my affiliation that will be my way my work and everything will be separate it will not hinder me to do anything for my community it will not hinder me to do anything for my lodge it will not hinder me to even help another person considering that that person doesn't support my ideology it does not so overall we do not bring politics at all in the picture now the question is very specific about do we have any political discussion and uh, just to explain this concept why we have such a question is to just go back into the history freemasonry has always been that kind of a group which was always about uh, trying to ensure that the people do not follow something blindly they need to understand that uh, religion science philosophy psychology around you or all the other sciences which are there understand all of them to make yourself better to improvise your uh, uh, knowledge about it so at that one point what happened obviously and i'm by the way i'm talking about this during the 17th century or the 18th century when people literally used to be like oh my king is the only thing I, if my king is actually putting more taxes or if actually is asking it i will get oppressed but i will still not raise my voice and all those things used to be common but a freemasonry bunch of people were actually different they used to obviously come up and say no this is not right and we need to do something about it by not it's not like that means that they actually went ahead and tried uh, having some sort of a uh, like a morcha or some sort of a, like like a procession to go against it but they actually took up right means to go and talk to their government rather in that obviously in that case talk to their uh, king and to the, to the prince and obviously try to get those things sorted because they were free thinkers now coming back to the 21st century people still think that we kind of have this whole agenda of trying to do some work on something and that's why the whole political stuff happened that's why we could, we do not simple reason we do not religion and politics is a strict no no because it has bound to give us a problem but that does not mean that i cannot be politically inclined towards certain things i can and it doesn't stop me from being a better person or helping somebody else so overall i, I by the way shishir if i don't know whether you know about it but there are some political uh, members or, or rather political party members of certain political parties and all who are also members who are also freemasons they are actually there they are very less but they are still there we ourselves as a matter of fact we know a couple of them who are uh, affiliated to certain political organizations and they still don't feel have any problem their their ideology their way of working for that part, for that political party is up to them whereas on the other hand when it, they come and stand in front of uh, uh, like in front of me inside a lodge or outside they will treat me like the way they have to treat a, a, a specific human being with no differences about what you think or what i think so in in summary if you are a freemason you are a brother and yes you are a human first and foremost your political ideology your inclination come you know don't even come anywhere there so you address the other as a brother and that's where it starts and ends great yeah, that's right so let's go to the next one uh, rinesh um how would you identify oh sorry i skipped one so is it a secret <laughs> society is freemasonry a secret society boy if we were a secret society then we are the silliest uh, members ever who have a podcast <laughs> of our own <laughs> or, or <laughs> we are one of or one of, we are one of those uh, silly guys again who actually have a board right at uh, in front of our freemasons hall itself dude this is the secret society place 
the secret society meeting or the secret meeting has changed from uh, tuesday to thursday <laughs> we are not, we are definitely as uh, uh, listeners please understand this this is very simple we are not a secret society we are just a society of people doing good things around us and that is the only motto for us when anybody joins us right we actually have certain moral codes or something which we try to follow certain points or some stuff that by the way these codes are not different from what your parents would have taught you your parents would also would have taught you something like oh dude don't steal what are, what is wrong with you or like don't cheat or don't try to meddle into somebody's affair these are some of the things which are available around you always and your family members your relatives your brothers your sisters actually teach you that on a day to day basis we learn it even from a small child we learn it even from an old man these are all the things which is already available we do freemasons do the exact same thing there is nothing different about it it is just that what happens is in this world in this materialistic world in this fast paced world we have kind of forgotten these ideologies these principles and sometimes we try to think that we can bend these principles freemasonry is like a moral compass for me and that by the way the moral compass coming back from the first uh, episode which i which uh, which both of us were talking about was about the whole religious book kept in front of us it it helps us to understand that think about it god is always watching irrespective of what you think you can just get away with it or anything uh, we say karma is uh, we all know so it obviously will come and bite us so might as well make sure that you live a decent life and for that reason we ensure that we ask people every like we ask people who have joined us to make sure that they take care of all these bits and pieces but we are definitely not a secret society we would have been these like the dumbest secret society if we actually are sitting together and talking about it as a matter of fact i don't have any problem even putting up photos when i get ready for my freemasons meeting like with their all three piece suit which i wear i feel proud about it with my lapel pins my cufflinks which i have my wife actually kind of tells me that dude you have more jewelry than i should have i said yeah but mine is a fake one yours is real <laughs> so obviously so 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 obviously i like that i enjoy that and i actually when we are all going together i remember when i went to hyderabad uh, i think around 3 4 years back for a masonic meeting it was so much fun all of us are just sitting and talking about our experiences and come on if it was a secret society i don't think so i would have actually gone with that whole full uh, a, tr- a bus load of people actually we actually were a bus load of people who went all the way from bangalore to hyderabad we attended a meeting enjoyed had fun and all and we still talk about it we are definitely not a secret society but we actually are a society like any other group or any other organization which you know of have certain things which they follow which they don't divulge the reason simply being it is supposed to be a private club a private group of people a private group of people is not going to put up a banner saying today we did this and this and this no we don't but we will not stop you from coming and asking us questions we will definitely answer them i think that should suffice the overall point yeah i think you you covered all the bases on that rinish uh, so uh, let's let's move to the next one how would you identify a freemason in public that was a cute question actually <laughs> yeah i know uh, most of them actually think that it is the rings which we wear or as i said the lapel pins which i have or the cufflinks which i wear but these are something which you every way go to amazon and search for it or find it and like buy it and anybody can buy it it's not like amazon comes up and asks you are you a freemason if you are can you please prove that or something by sending us some details or ask your secretary to send no it doesn't it just sells you that con 
so it doesn't really matter what type of ring you have or what exactly kind of a, a, a label pin which you have it doesn't matter uh, but how do you identify a freemason as a matter of fact in this in this messed up world it is a little difficult but it's like trying to find a, a diamond in a like in, in this mess a person whom you feel has actually been following certain good principles and he actually like literally spreads that principles around you that kind of a person might be a freemason and i'm saying using the word might here because not necessarily it means that that person has to be a freemason it could be just a normal person as a matter of fact out of all the listeners over here i can guarantee 50% of them over here actually can relate to such a person as them being their dad or their mom or their uncle or their aunt or their brother and they might not be the one they might not actually be a freemason but they are a really good person and that's it for us we actually identify each other through this but otherwise the easiest way is we just ask and uh, most of the time whenever we come together for some sort of a meeting or something that's how we come to know as a the second most uh, the second easiest way for us is we actually obviously have our uh, meeting notes and everything which we send that we did so and so stuff and everything and every time we actually have a list of members so obviously whenever we get somebody some other lodges list of members we kind of take a look at it oh my god this is from uh, back in bombay where i actually studied and uh, oh yeah my this guy is actually a friend of mine i did not know he was a mason so it's not easy to identify a freemason just by looking we don't have some uh, weird hat or like not like the way uh, we don't have the way a hat of a shriner is that you actually can understand where, oh yeah he is a shriner or something like that in our case we do not have any of those things a shriner also wears a hat only for a parade not obviously every other day that's as simple so the other guys also are going to be something similar just because i'm wearing a ring doesn't make me a freemason but if i ask if somebody gives me an answer that's the easiest way to identify someone so i think it just boils down to just ask you know and exactly. in the in the us i think it's pretty common for people to have this on their you know car decals and all it's like to be one ask one that's so, right that's right <laughs> and as a matter of fact even i have actually kept that one but not the one to be one to ask one mm-hmm. i have actually just kept the freemasonry square and compasses logo over there uh-huh. and as i said coming back to the i think the second the third question which you had are we a secret society duh <laughs> i like that in the way you put it <laughs> all right so let me let me add one thing to that see in today's uh, time and age uh, when we say meet a person it may not necessarily mean that you physically have met someone walking on the street or whatever it could even be yes. meeting someone on the chat room you read it or you know whatever like online uh you know uh, websites and all other uh, social networking mm. like for example uh, i did not meet a freemason in person i actually scoured through facebook and you know found a page mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i left a message and someone got to me and then you know i actually met them and you know the procedure went forward so you know uh-huh. that is how i went and again to be one ask one so that's what i did i actually asked left a message and again going back to the secret society bit imagine a secret society having a page on facebook come on <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move to the next one uh, yes. right so this is also interesting uh, rinish what benefits would a member get if they become a freemason actually it's the friendship the most important of all this thing is a friendship uh, i know some people would be thinking like i have friends why does it matter maybe it doesn't but just give it a shot 
just try to come and meet and trust me you will never regret it you will actually enjoy the whole camaraderie which is there around you the way people help each other as a matter of fact just yesterday uh, there is a colleague of mine uh, in my office who sent me a message and asked me that uh, oh uh, rinesh can you please help me in trying to find out some uh, uh, like i uh, somebody in her family actually was going through some problems and uh, they were admitted in the hospital and they, and they needed blood and obviously one of those rare ones so she asked me that can you please help me and i just sent a message to some one a couple of my whatsapp group and i'm not saying that guys you also are not going to do that you would have also done something similar and you would have got the help but trust me not a single person ever came back and asked me like what exactly is it what is supposed to happen i just told them that guys can you please call up this number and find out what is the requirement and help trust me by the end of the i think within 2 hours that girl got around 8 calls from freemasons in bangalore asking her how can they help including the fact that they were sending information from wherever they could get and she was able to help her family member because of this i think that is the biggest benefit which you have somebody who always looks up to you if you're thinking that am i going to get some sort of a retirement benefit sorry if you think you are going to get some sort of a monthly income like the way many people think freemasons give sorry we don't do any of those things our benefits are mostly in this nature just comes down to one simple point it's the friendship which you will get it's the the group which you will have and not a single person will ever think about questioning you or having doubts on you when you go and help them but by the way doesn't mean that you're going to go rip them off or something and just imagine if you ever try to fool these people or something like that happens word spreads human beings obviously talk so this is how it happens so let me add a uh, few few more hmm. thoughts from my side so yeah you know one of the biggest benefits is the friendship the camaraderie the you know the company of people who have come together yes. for a common purpose so that is one thing for sure but also let me put it this way all said and done we are just normal human beings right so when we all come together we also network we also get to know different different kind of people maybe i am a businessman ranesh is also into business we happen to meet in one of our meetings and turns out that maybe we both can work together for furthering our own business That's that is right. just a natural you know way of going about when few humans get together which is That's not right. frowned upon also you're coming together primarily not for business networking let me make that very clear you're coming yes. here primarily because you're believing in the ideals of freemasonry and you're trying to be a better person everything else right. could be a derivation of that your networking could be a side result of that but you're not coming primarily thinking aaj mera business badhega main usse baat karega no <laughs> no exactly <laughs> and to add to that point right because you and me both have gone through the same process of how it it the same process right that's why we actually trust each other as well i know you have gone through the same thing it's like the same way when somebody feels that oh you are from the same school hey so am i it's easier to connect and that is why it's easier for a freemason to connect to a freemason who has stayed in canada who has stayed in nigeria or who is from russia or maybe from some any part of the world it just that connect is like this why because we both know we have gone through the same thing true and uh, let me just you know add a last point to this um, all said and done it you know it, it's it's a it's a group of people who you know want to do good so that's mainly yeah. what it is so if you're really that's thinking it. that you'll get benefits like uh, financial benefits or you'll get power then i 
I'm sorry, <laughs> you will have to look elsewhere. <laughs> this is not the place for that. All right, yeah. so let's get to our sixth question, which is very similar to you know what we we're just discussing, and I'm sure a lot of people will be like, I was about to ask this question too. So let me bring it up. What's with the Illuminati memberships or the new world order or one world order? Like, is Freemasonry connected? <laughs> I, oh, I can't boy, say this with a straight boy. face, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Seriously, I, I think all of us must have gone through that point when one, like when we joined, right? We all were like, hey, ek bar let's find this out. Whether we should actually ask this or not. Is it like that? I have somebody in my family who thinks that I'm a member of such a group. Okay, uh, simple reason. The word Illuminati actually means enlightened. Uh, the the dictionary meaning of it. It's I think it's a, it's a derivative of the Latin word called Illuminatus, and this was used back in 1700. Okay, by a person called uh, and please excuse my German for this Adam Hushaft. I I I'm I'm pretty sure I've messed this up. But I anyway, think it is Adam Weishaupt. Weishaupt. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I should have watched. I know I should have watched uh, the serial dark a bit more properly to understand uh, some bo- some bit of German. Uh, but anyway, so this guy is the one who actually started this group back in 1776. Guys, I'm not talking about 2016 or something. It's 1776. So he started the group. The group's goal was very simple. They wanted to ensure that the religious influence over the public life, the uh, the, the state power, the abuses of the state power are reduced. They had a very good motive. The motive was to ensure that people live a life without fear of saying that, oh my God, God is going to trouble me or my king is going to trouble me. They just wanted to come out of all that thing. And that is why the whole group was. But unfortunately, what happened was the group kind of got corrupted after some time. To the point, I think in I think by 1790 or something, the group just got disbanded. But the word remained. If today, if somebody comes up and tells you that you can join the Illuminati, it is not this Illuminati. First of all, this is the only Illuminati which you should know about. The one which started in 1776 and kind of died down by 1790 or something around that that uh, that decade. Anybody else has just used the term and have started a group of their own telling them that I will enlighten you or I'll do something. And unfortunately, these groups are not like, it's not like in a handful. They are a lot. And as a matter of fact, you just go to any of the social media site and try to search. You will find one person coming to you, giving you some number and telling you, you invest in this or I will make you rich and everything. That, guys, just think about it. Just, just, just forget all of these things and just come out and think about it. Why would anybody do that? Does it even make sense? Nobody is going to come up and say, you give me like uh, like a million dollars and then I'll give you like $10 million. From where are you giving $10 million? Is it a Ponzi scheme or a pyramid scheme? No, please. We are not that. Freemasons are definitely not that. Even though actually there were some Freemasons who were part of Illuminati back in the 1700s. But that too, those guys obviously came with that agenda that we would like to do something good. But as I said, that original Illuminati kind of got corrupted and just got destroyed. That's the problem. Now, coming to the whole one world order and everything. Yes, we have been called up so many times that we are here to take over the world. Uh, Let me just give you a very brief gist. Each country, the countries where Freemasonry is available or is there, is governed by a Grand Lodge of that country. For example, in India, we have a Grand Lodge of India. 
which takes care of all these masonic activities including the charity work which we are doing including any uh, additional uh, like any member coming taking care all the administrative bits and all is taken care by grand lodge of india united states has 50 states it has 50 different grand lodges and i think maybe one or two more i i'm not very sure uh, so each state is managed by themselves united kingdom has a grand lodge of itself scotland has a grand lodge of itself ireland has a grand lodge uh you have a grand lodge in most of the european nations as well it's not like as if these group all have like a world grand lodge or something where they all go and answer and get an idea of what needs to be done no they don't they just know each other they might come up and say hi hello to each other once in a while but that's about it it's not like a one world order of trying to bring everybody together to do something different no sorry we don't each country each grand lodge manages the administrative work and the charitable work and all the other activities which are required for their respective country only as a matter of fact we sometimes are not able to even get certain things done because obviously oh yeah maybe this uh, fundings is not enough or the scope has actually reduced do you think we actually have the time and patience to do a one world order sorry and by the way or sometimes uh, the email is lost <laughs> I mean seriously <laughs> as a matter of fact if we think if we want to do a one world order again we are doing a very bad business we have been here for 300 odd years and we still haven't created in the world order forget one <laughs> I know right <laughs> oh gosh okay anyway that brings us to the last question Ranesh and this one's going to be interesting uh, yes. can women be freemasons of course women can be freemasons freemasonry is not a concept which is there only for a certain set of people it is there for everyone anybody can join everybody can do the difference is which group do you join uh, we are still in the age of having an all boys school and an all girls school freemasonry has an all boys freemasonry and an all girls freemasonry we are having a high hello kind of a relationship with each other that's not a problem okay uh we are not i i don't even want to go to the whole administrative part it's not like as if i can just go inside an all girls school and say hey hi you also studying the same uh, state board i am also studying the same uh, icsc cbsc so why can't we just sit and uh, study in the same school unfortunately as of now that is not the case and uh, i'm saying unfortunately is maybe because that kind of mentality has not there in my mind right now of thinking that okay but it doesn't mean that they cannot or they are not as a matter of fact women are freemasons they have been freemasons from 1900s onwards so it's almost more than 100 odd years that they have been actually freemasons they have their own group they manage their own affairs they take care of everything there there is a women freemasonry in india there are women freemasons in uk us everywhere it's just that we do not obviously go get to attend their meetings they do not get to attend our meetings but that does not mean that i can't actually talk to them about general stuff as a matter of fact there have been cases where i've heard that men and women freemasons come together to help a community that's it right remember the first most important point we are a group of people ensuring that we take good care of our fellow citizens and do a good thing that's it as a matter of fact i think uh, the only women freemason which i actually knew who coincidentally joined a men freemasonry group was back somewhere again in the 1700 guys the 1700 was a very crazy period so you need to obviously have your history books to understand this but this person's name was elizabeth aldworth who saw the proceedings and obviously the guys were like oh she has actually seen the proceedings and everything that means she has kind of become like a member and then they took up the vote and everything and she became a 
Freemason in an all male Freemasonry group. And she turned out to be one of the best. She wrote a lot of books. She had a lot of studies done on these things, on the various philosophical stuff or the various, uh, uh, like, she, she did a lot. That's it. Like, as a matter of fact, uh, there were some people in her, group, in her group itself who were like, boss, man, this lady can actually do so much thing better than what I've been able to do. So, guys, they can be Freemasons. They have their own group and they manage their affairs. We are, we have our own group. We manage our affairs. We all have our peaceful life separate with each other. So let me throw in one analogy over here. When you know, when you were telling about Elizabeth, uh, mm. I was just imagining that you know, let's let's assume, and this is again from the example you gave in episode one. Uh, mm. So imagine, like you know, there's a board meeting happening of a big company, and uh, as the meeting is going on, suddenly they find out that there's one uh, guy who's not supposed to be here just because he's not part of the company let alone being right. at that level to be able to, you know, enter into a group uh, 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 board meeting. But then eventually it turns out that this guy starts sharing ideas, which everyone feels like, damn, this guy actually has much better ideas yeah. than us. So, okay, come on, join, join the group. You're a group, you're a, you're a bring, him in, bring him in. <laughs> yeah, bring him in. So yeah. I think it just boils down to this one thing that, you know, at the end of the day, man or woman, uh, we all are sharing one single planet. We share space with fellow human beings. And if we are going to be the ones who will have a frown on our face, eventually that frown, its negativity will rub off on everyone. On the flip side of it, if you have a smile on your face, which doesn't cost a cent, and that spreads its positivity among many people. And if that way you're able to do good for the society, then why the hell no? Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, just getting metaphorical there. Um, All right. (laughs) So I think we have covered, you know, all the questions that we had. Um, Now, uh, you know, for the listeners, I would just like to say that uh, this second episode was mainly to ensure that, you know, we have the right picture about Freemasonry with everyone uh, who is a Mason or may not be a Mason who's listening to our episodes. But, uh, but, you know, it's good to make sure that the right information is put forward. Uh, No smoke and mirrors or anything. We just want to make sure that, you know, the right information is out there. Uh, That being said, our third episode is going to be aligning with our first season of this podcast, which spoke about Freemasonry in India, one state at a time. So we will be starting with that, with our next episode. So look forward to that. Uh, Rinesh, do you want to give a quick brief trailer about, uh, you know, about what we are going to be talking about in our third episode? Yes. So, uh, guys, what we were actually thinking about was uh, there are obviously some of the listeners who are obviously from these different states and they would be like, is there is there Freemasonry there in Rajasthan or is there Freemasonry in Maharashtra or is it there even in Andhra Pradesh? So we thought, why don't we actually just give a brief idea of how much it is, what exactly is it, where, where exactly it might be. Well, we don't need to obviously give you the Google map location of that. We can obviously give you the detail, basic details about, yes, there are. And what from when have they been there or how old they have been there? Do I actually know anybody from there? Obviously, I might try to get some information from them. I said, like, how do you actually uh, are looking forward towards anybody joining in? What exactly happens? All these are some of the basic details which we would like to cover. Um, very important is we would like to cover right from where Freemasonry technically started in our country. So guys, I think it is better that you think about it. And if you want, you can just answer, send us a comment or something. And wherever you feel it is, uh, obviously Freemasons who already know about it, please don't try to answer that. Obviously you guys. That would be cheating. 
Yeah, I know that would be cheating, right? So I would actually expect like maybe some of these guys who can give us some answers are saying, "Oh, I think it started here or it started here." And guys, just a basic hint: uh, think British, think colonialism, think go back to that era, and you will obviously understand where exactly it must have started. That's a pretty big hint, uh, Rinesh. Uh, I know, I know. Seriously, <laughs> that's like literally giving an open book test. Le lo likho. Yeah, and this thing you have enough time. Aram say. Aram say type. Ah, yeah. I actually wanted to add to your point itself. Yeah, uh, yeah. Remember when we, all these questions which we had, right? These are the questions which we have found out, which everybody keeps on asking us. But the most important point is the answers which we gave, right? These are our answers, and obviously that is uh, that we have already been telling right from the beginning. we are not we definitely never said anything of that sort that this is 100% right this might be just 2% right but it is a, it is an answer and we always want people to question us and say why do you feel this way why do you not feel that way and going forward also we will continue taking any questions which we receive we will try to answer it in this manner as a matter of fact whatever we have said today let's say going for as in going down the line we might have to change the answer we will change the answer and that is what freemasonry teaches us freemasonry ensures to teachers this that tomorrow if you have to change your perspective about something be open about it understand them and change your perspective you will become the better person you will get that knowledge to actually come to the understanding so be open to change and continue learning yes because that's, that's what right. makes you better right sitting in one place yes. the world moves away but you stay behind So I think that's, that's right. the point that Rinesh is trying to bring in. As we get to know more and you know accurate or better information, we would love to share that. But then again, as listeners, we would love for you guys to interact with us. So you know, right. bring in your questions or whatever it is. Okay. In closing, there's one important thing I want to bring up. Now you know, uh, please do not take this podcast as a canvassing effort. Effort. to you know get in more members no that is not the point here membership is open if you want to join us it's up to you your own free will and accord if that brings you to the doors of masonry we will welcome you with open arms but we are not saying that you have to come you don't need to be a freemason to be a good person you can be a good person without being a freemason too if you are very active in your you know if you are uh, part of any particular faith maybe your temple church or mosque or something if you tie up with their activities and you're doing good to society great amazing continue or if you're part of some government body which takes up these kind of activities continue there true joining freemasonry is not the most important thing in the world but being a better person is the most important thing in the world especially today with so many humans uh, all over the place it's all the more important that we are good to each other so i hope That's right Uh, that you know our our messaging with that fund is very clear we just want to you know as masons we are trying to do our bit in our, in our own way uh, to bring out the light of masonry among the world so with that rinesh thank you so much for your uh, candid answers and, and thank uh, you shishit for asking those questions <laughs> <laughs> great so thanks everybody you have a good day night evening morning wherever you are in this world but i hope this brought some smile on your face and uh, some inspiration to be a better person so with that uh, thank you and bye 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 well that just about wraps it up folks we sincerely hope that you liked our episode 
and got a glimpse into the fascinating world of freemasonry and what better way than to hear about it from those who are the humble members of the gentle craft if you have any queries about what we shared on this episode or generally on this podcast or even about freemasonry please check out the show notes for links to the grand lodge of india's website or feel free to write us an email please do look forward to the next episode